You're listening to The Social Workers on WCDB Albany. Welcome to a special edition of the Social Workers Radio Talk Show. I'm your co-host, Alyssa Lotmore, and today we have a pre-recorded segment with guest Mark Lane. Mark Lane is an LCSWR and has over 29 years of experience in the mental health field, including positions at a school, private practice, and outpatient mental health social worker. His work focuses on collaborating with clients and helping them use their strengths to obtain their goals. Mark also specializes in group therapy for children, adolescents, and young adults. He provides solution-focused trainings to therapists and teaches a graduate-level course on solution-focused therapy right here at the UAlbany School of Social Welfare. Mark also has a quarterly group that meets right here at the School of Social Welfare in which participants can improve the skills at using solution-focused therapy. And today he'll discuss a little bit of the background and benefits of this group. So welcome, Mark. Oh, well, thank you for having me. So I just want to start off with a basic question about what is solution-focused therapy? Sure. Um, Maybe real briefly, say a client comes to you and they start talking about being depressed 98% of the time. Solution-focused therapy is going to focus on the 2% of the time. And it's going to talk with that client about what they want to see better or different in their life. And it's going to talk with them about their resources and strengths and how to utilize that to overcome their depression. Um, Whereas a traditional model, when you think about a a client's ups and downs in life, or a traditional model might focus more on the triggers that led to the problem and trying to use their expertise to help the client solve it. A solution-focused approach is going to focus more on how they got the the dip to, to stop and what helped it to get better. And really just focusing on the clients. It's really a belief in the clients Mm -hmm. that they have the resources and the strengths to overcome their challenges. And the solution-focused approach is about creating a conversation with that client to help them tap into their own confidence and expertise that they'll be able to develop solutions. I like this model. I like it. Uh, it, yeah. it. It really seems to focus on the strengths and, you know, where, where the client is and looking at those, not looking at just problems. It's right. sort of looking at okay, yeah. how can we solve these and what's going well. Right. Um, so mm-hmm. the, what is the Hudson Valley Solution Focus Network um, and how did it come about? Sure. The Solution Focus Brief Therapy Association has an uh, international conference every year. And in 2010, they had it in Albany. And then as an outgrowth of that, a group of us that were interested in solution-focused therapy created these monthly meetings. We actually started at St. Anne's Institute, and we're we're meeting every month. And then they have kind of progressed to these quarterly trainings that we're doing now. And it's just a group of clinicians who are very interested in this approach. We're all very passionate about it. We believe deeply in it, mainly because we see our clients benefit from it. And it's just a chance for us to get together and talk about solution-focused therapy and practice. And I love that because so many times I would go to a training or or something and I'd get all this great information and then I'd be on my own. And I would not know how I was doing, if I was doing things correctly and I would start not using it the way I probably should have. You know, all the content from the training sometimes gets lost and do we really apply that because there was no support afterward. There was no one to, you know, connect with, no one to say, hey, 
am I doing this right? What, what's been working for you? What's not? So this group seems like a great follow-up and continuation to help individuals who go to these training or who went to the training and individuals who are interested in solution-focused therapy to have that support and professional development in a sense. Absolutely. The solution-focused approach is a little bit um, contrary to the traditional way of working with people who have come to us with problems. So it kind of runs against the grain of the traditional approach. So, and we've all, you know, we've, we've, you know, in our settings that we're all coming from sometimes run against a difficulty applying solution focused in those settings and have found that the ongoing support is really essential. To, to keeping committed and, and motivated to using this approach. Well, it's just like learning yeah. a language, I think, yeah. too. When you're, you're learning a language, if you're not using it every day, if you're not, you know, being able to, you know, engage and really be able to practice it, you, you forget things and it doesn't come out as, you, you can't reach the full potential that you could have for it. Um, so I think something like this is the same with therapy. If you're not connecting with others, if you're not using it and really mm-hmm. getting feedback and you know collaborating with others, you don't you can't reach the the full possibility of what you can do with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So can you explain the solution focused in action training model? Sure. Um, we've kind of progressed again from the monthly meetings where we're meeting quarterly, and it's really set up for clinicians that are using the solution focused approach or have a knowledge about the solution focused pro- approach. And again, it really is just support for each other in using this approach. We really utilize, the, the, the exciting thing to me about it is it's almost the training itself, or I should probably call it a workshop, mm-hmm. is very similar to a session with a client where we're using the same questions in our trainings as we do with our clients. Mm-hmm. We're talking about what the participants' hopes are for that training. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're talking about what they would want to see by the end of the training that would tell them that this training or this workshop was useful. And, um, and we're practicing, like we're role playing. We have, we've had some live interviews and um, we break up into groups and we practice the miracle question, which is, which is one mm-hmm. of the um, important solution focused techniques. So, um, and we try to, you know, again, we try to tailor it to what the participants want. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of the session, it's not like us doing an information dump on this is what solution-focused therapy mm-hmm. is. We're really involving and using the expertise in the room because the clinicians that come to us bring so much to the table. And I think that's where the yeah. richness in the sessions come from because it's not about us being experts and giving information. It's about the participants and when they come. And each session is different. And even even folks that haven't had a lot of experience in solution focus really add to it and um, really make it a more dynamic, fuller session. Mm-hmm. Um, I should mention Joel Simon briefly. He's sort of our guru, or I call him our Yoda. <laughs> and he writes the books, and he does you know he does trainings all over the world, and he is a special special talent. And he also has trained with the developers of the Solution Focus model in Milwaukee at the Brief Family Therapy Center. Mm-hmm. So he knew in Sue Kimberg and he knew Steve DeShazer. So he brings so much to the table in terms of his guidance and his ability to help us all, you know, grow mm-hmm. and deepen in our knowledge of solution focused therapy. And we've been going a long time mm-hmm. and I think it's because each session we just get more and more excited about it. Now, so new individuals can come to these sessions. So it's not like it's a group that is, you know, a closed group. It's open to individuals who have some knowledge, who want to 
continue with their professional development and become stronger practitioners. Absolutely. We want to be welcoming of everybody. We don't want people to feel like you have to have a certification and get in an intro and solution focus and be more advanced to come to this group. We want to include everybody, but we just want everybody to understand that there sometimes is a range of knowledge. So in the session, we'll use a scaling technique and we'll say from zero to 10, how well do you know solution-focused therapy? And based on that, we might do some intro if that's where the participants are at, or we might you know, focus on other things that the participants want to experience. So everybody is welcome. We want to encourage people to come. Again, it's something we are very passionate about. Yeah. Um, we do have a three-day training every year too. And the cool thing about the training is it fits with our quarterly model because it's a two-day intensive training. Um, and it's just, it's a tremendous experience. Um, and then after the two days, we wait a month until the third day. So you have a chance to go out, use it, practice it, and then come back and we talk about it. This That's very a, exciting. This yeah. is a really good setup. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish even beyond solution focused therapy, uh, whatever the, you know, the topic is more yeah. things like this seem to be needed for practitioners to be able to not just go to a training and learn something, but then to really be able to understand how to use it and have that continued professional development on here's what, what worked for you. What didn't work for you? How can we make improvements to this? You know, when you were working with a client, what yeah. happened here and sure. getting that shared, yeah. sharing the expertise with each other as you guys are learning together and there's a different range of people yeah. and how long they've been practicing with it. So I think in, I would love if your model would sort of be taken by other other areas too so individuals can really uh, get that support they need and in their professional growth. Absolutely. With whatever you're passionate yes. about and what helps you to help yeah. people, it's mm -hmm. nice to have that ongoing support. And the friendship, honestly. I mean, when you go to these Solution Focus Conference, there's a group, there's like a deep friendship that has developed yeah. through this process, which is awesome. That's just great. Yeah. Now, what topics have you discussed? I mean, I know you talked a uh, little bit, but... Yeah. Uh, it really, again, it's kind of participant driven, but it's not like we're just like handing it over to everybody too. Like we have a list of important areas in this basic solution focused uh, way of working with people. So like our last session was on the miracle question. Mm -hmm. uh, suppose you go to sleep tonight and all the problems that brought you to come here have been magically solved and a miracle happens. Mm -hmm. Although you're sleeping, so you don't know this miracle happened. When you wake up tomorrow, what would you see that's better or different. That's mm -hmm. the miracle yeah. question. So the session basically was, tell us about the clients you're working with, let's practice it. Mm -hmm. And we broke up into groups and practiced it and talked about it. Um, so we've done the miracle question. We do a lot of the basic solution focus stuff. You know, we, we've had sessions on um, trying to stay solution focused in a problem, so problem focused environment. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That, I remember even as a student, yeah. when I, we had the yeah. brief overview of yeah. solution-focused therapy, but I was like, well, what happened if all this stuff's going wrong? How do I, <laughs> right. how do I do this? So I, right. that would be, I would have loved to have sat through that yeah. one. That's a, that's a good one. Because it's, these are the things that come up. Mm -hmm. And having a, so a group like this yeah. seems like you're able to discuss and process. Yeah. Um, because I know if you leave a training, you have all this stuff. Oh, they told us what to do. This is, you know, what I'm supposed to. And then you go into the real situation. Yeah. And it's like, that didn't follow the textbook. Right. Like, <laughs> this is not what's happening. What do I do? Um, Absolutely. Because the first time I learned the miracle <laughs> question, I asked it and the client said, I don't know. 
Yeah. And then I'm like, now what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> so it's a chance to kind of work through that. Like our next session I'm really excited about is going to be on um, what to do when the client says something that you didn't expect. Which happens most of the, time. Most <laughs> of the time. And we're going to have video clips. Um, oh. And again, Joel is uh, instrumental yeah. in, in that part of it. Um, so I'm very excited about that. A couple other things we've done, um, and this is a sort of a jargonistic thing, but um, Joel talks about something called microanalysis, mm-hmm. which is basically a solution-focused process recording. But it's really a belief that anything the client says is useful, and it's our responsibility as clinicians to try to figure out, like, how can we use that? Mm-hmm. So in microanalysis, we basically take one thing the client said, Joel calls them an utterance, and then we look at the possibilities of what we could say. And we've had, we've literally had a three hour session dealing with just a couple utterances. And then how can we use that mm-hmm. to help the client um, improve? So it's really exciting to get everybody's ideas and brainstorming. Yeah. Um, so we've done that, you know, sessions on scaling. We've done, you know, taking a break, some of the basic solution stuff. One of our really dynamic sessions we had was on racism. Okay. Um, because I was struggling at my school and we had some, some incidents of, of racism in our school. So um, Joel said, why don't we invite your principal to come in? And he did. Oh, okay. And it was very dynamic. Now, in a solution-focused way of looking at it, it's more we're kind of, you know, racism is a big problem in this world today, as we all know. And But it's more about how can we promote diversity and understanding and compassion. So I did an interview with our principal, used the miracle question, the solution-focused techniques, and uh, it was very lively. Very Everybody is very passionate about that topic, especially yeah. nowadays. So we try to make it, you know, exciting mm-hmm. and interesting for folks well it, it seems yeah. that it seems that way and i love just talking to you your yeah. enthusiasm yeah about it and i think that just to see that it, it makes it seem like that group is a it's a really great group to be a part of you oh. know to be able yeah. to learn because i mean you, you've been doing Thank this you. for years yeah. and your excitement <laughs> still seems there about yeah. it so it, that's a that's a good a good sign it is <laughs> i'm very very passionate about it because um, and this is sort of related, but it's not about giving people the latest and greatest technique of what's going to help you to help your client. It's really about appreciating your client and what they bring to the table and their resources and your relationship with the client. And the solution focused questions are sort of just a guide, but it's really a way to like believe in your clients. And when you start looking and seeing your clients as heroes or seeing your clients as overcoming things, even when they're having difficulties and being quote resistance, you can find ways and the solution focus model is a way to help that client overcome their challenges, but to help us as therapists believe in our clients. And then when every client you see, you get inspired by as a therapist. Yeah. It's just, it's really fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how do we support each other's professional development? I know you, you covered this a little bit, yeah. but... Um, again, I, I think it's kind of believing in each other. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's nerve-wracking to do a role-play in front of the group, even now yes. when I do, <laughs> or, you know, Joel will do them. But even the participants come up and will do role-plays. But again, we used a solution-focused approach. So mm-hmm. we're like, well, what did the therapist do that worked? Yeah. yeah. What did they do that helped? What do they need? It's not like we ignore problems, yeah. but the emphasis is really looking at the therapist and who's doing the role play and trying to find out like their strengths and what yeah. they did that work. And when you look for that, you find it. Yeah. Um, 
And we still talk about what they could work on and do different, mm -hmm. but it's, it's trying to give each other that kind of support to believe in ourselves, along with the knowledge and, yeah. and the practice. Well, I think that's a huge part because yeah. the, I remember even when I was practicing, it was that lack of confidence. Like, do I, can I really do this? Am I even doing this right? And, you know, for me, I was not a fan of role plays, <laughs> but they help, you yeah. know, but it was always that fear of, well, what happened if I'm doing this wrong and other people are judging me? Right. And it seems like that group, you guys break it down where it's, there's no judging. There's not, yeah. you know, this person is an awful clinician. She should never right. be doing this again. Right. Um, it's more of here's some constructive feedback and here's what you did really well. And here's how you can take this to the next level or yeah. things like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and it just, it, it helps support your confidence and again not that we we won't challenge each mm -hmm. other either yeah. um, because the solution focused model is it's very simplistic in its approach yeah. um, but it's hard to to stay focused on it mm -hmm. um, and we I could I can remember we had one training where we were having this lively discussion about what worked and what didn't work and then I made the comment well a solution focused approach um, would say to do this, so that's why we should do it. And then Joel was like, no, no, no. Yeah. It's not about the solution. It's about what works for that client, and yeah. here's what works. And I was like, to me, so things like that really kind it, of liven it's needed. it up, too. And yeah. it's needed. You know, like yeah. I said, it helps build confidence. I remember after I yeah. had to do the role plays, <laughs> um, I, did, I left yeah. feeling better. Um, I left feeling like, yeah. okay, I just got some feedback from either instructor or whoever it was, or my my peers in my class, or whatever sure. the people in the training, but it helped me be able to think on my feet. It's one thing when you're sitting in the audience and you're watching other people do role plays, and you're like, "Oh, that seems so simple." Of course, I would say that. It's another right. thing when you have a person who might give some resistance to in this role play, and you're like, "Have right. to think on your feet," right? And have an immediate response because people are right. staring at you and like, right. "What would I do in this situation?" And it puts a different level of, I don't want to say pressure, but it does because it, it, it replicates a real life situation. Yeah, and does. having peers and colleagues be able to say, here's, here's how, you know, some, some suggestions or different sure. things like that. It helps build confidence because you know that people saw you in a, you know, yeah. a, a, a situation that was a stimulation or a simulation of like a, a actual client yeah. encounter. Yeah. And you have feedback, you have that. Right. actual um way to improve absolutely absolutely so. i mean well like our training where we're doing we're gonna do video sessions of the challenging things clients say and we're gonna have somebody come up and role play those uh -huh. but it's not like we're just gonna leave them out there we're gonna yeah. give them like that show we give them the lifeline yeah that's like you know if you need help just ask yep and then they'll actually the other thing that's really cool about that they'll see people experienced clinicians say, I'm not sure what to do. Yeah. Or we had one session where someone was very committed to the solution-focused approach, but you kind of get pulled in a problem-solving direction, and yeah. then you kind of figure that out yourself. So we're all kind of learning together. Yeah, because each client yeah. situation is different, as you know. Absolutely. And sometimes you're like, oh, my goodness, I have yeah. this completely blew me. I have no way. I have no idea yeah. <laughs> right. what to do with right. it, you know, in this situation. So having a network to connect with. Yeah. Now, if people are interested uh -huh. um, in this workshop or, or this group or the workshop, yeah. what? how do they find out a little bit more information? Um, um, 
Well, I would definitely encourage people to get connected with the UAlbany School of Social Welfare website because um, Linda Mertz will email out all the all the trainings that are going on, and, and we're included in that. And that's our continuing ed program. Yeah. So um, albany.edu backslash SSW is the social work uh, social school of social welfare website, and we have a link that talks about our continuing education program. So that's where that's what that's what you're ref- referring right, yes. to. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, also. Um, I have a, a email distribution list of people and I kind of advertise our meetings that way too. So if folks want to email me at uh, markelane1981 at gmail.com, um, then I can add them to the to the list and I'll, I send out the advertisements that way too. Yeah. And, and then if I could put one more quick yes. plug in for uh, Joel's website. Um, it's 0to10.net. And is that the actual number, or do they write? The actual number zero, T-O, the number 10, dot net. So it's a little confusing, but because that's one of the techniques, and that's why he came up with his website, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So zero to 10, dot net, or just Google Joel Simon, and you can find his, uh, his website, and he has a link to a lot of our stuff, too. And then he does his own thing. Yeah, well, these seem like some great resources. And this group, I'm, I'm very interested. Right. Uh, I wish I was a practicing clinician more because I was like, yeah. this. I would totally want to use this more with uh, clients. But I think even for, for students, I mean, sometimes we have a basic overview if we're not taking a course that's specific, like the course right. you're teaching right. is based on solution-focused therapy. Right. I never took that. You know, I never yeah. took a course. I had it incorporated where we learn about it in like a uh, one class session we learned about the miracle question but it wasn't that in depth and i think this is a good way for students or even newer practitioners or practitioners who may never have used solution focused therapy just to get a little intro and then look look into it more and then be able to do a training and be able to learn a little bit um, more about this method sure. to, to uh, hopefully incorporate into their practice. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're definitely welcoming of anybody who's interested, at what, regardless of where they feel like they are and their knowledge of solution-focused. Okay. Well, thank you so much for yeah. this information and, and the resources as well, because now sure. people have something to go look into more about it. So again, this was a special pre-recorded segment of the Social Workers Radio Talk Show. We had Mark Lane, who is an LCSWR with over 29 years of experience, and he was talking about the solution-focused therapy and the group that he, the quarterly group that meets here at UAlbany School of Social Welfare that is, gives professional development and is an open way for clinicians to improve their practice uh, and with solution-focused therapy. So thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. This was fun. You're listening to The Social Workers on WCDB Albany.